Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. Time for the ESPN Roundtable, and happy to welcome in on the Regish Brothers RV phone line uh, a guy who basically has never lost anything he's ever done, uh, which must be a nice <laughs> life to live. Tyler Emmert joining us, former Carroll uh, College quarterback as well as Helena Capital quarterback, and just inducted this week, uh, announced to the MHSA High School Hall of Fame. Tyler, thanks so much for being with us, man. How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm doing good. Well, we're certainly happy to have you on, and I would think you're doing good. That's a very uh, a great distinction, a great honor to have to have been uh, named uh, this year one of seven to be in the MHSA Hall of Fame. Let, tell me about this. How did you find out about this? Did you even know this this like existed, and how did they get – is there somebody knocking on your hotel room door like they do for the NFL Hall of Fame? How did this go? Well, I got a phone call and then an email that kind of gave me a heads up and – Laid out kind of how it works. That's probably a couple weeks ago. And when you found out that you, you know, that you had been uh, selected to be on this, what was your reaction to that? What do you think about that? I was pretty excited. Um, they they shared with me the list of guys that were on there, which was which was really cool. A lot yeah. of those guys are way more deserving. QBs get, I guess, we get the blame sometimes when they deal, but you get way more credit than you deserve. You know, you play on really good teams, and then obviously you're going to have good stats if you're the quarterback. So I think it's just. Pretty cool, but more representation of those those programs and teams I got to be a part of. Tyler, hey, it's Coulter Nuanas. I was the one that originally reached out to you. Thanks so much for joining us on this ESPN Roundtable. Really happy to have you. One thing that I've talked about with guys around the state is there's distinct attitudes, especially winning attitudes, from certain towns in Montana. And Helena has produced as many winners, as many great athletes as any town in the state of Montana over the years. And at the time that you were coming up in Helena, Helena Capital under Mark Sampson, the dominant Class AA football program. You yourself won a pair of state championships, 24-0 as a starting quarterback for the Bruins. 
And then at Carroll College, the winning was unprecedented under Coach Van Deest. So I mean, what about Helena, especially Helena Capital specifically, and, and those years at Carroll, and just all the way around, just the winning that was happening in the capital city? Why? Well, why has Helena produced so many winners over the years? Well, there's there's kind of a common tie there with, you know, the Samson, Petrino, Carroll. Um, there's a pretty common tie there, and it was more a team. Of, there's a pretty focused team approach to football. You know, some of those other sports, basketball, you got two or three players, you can you can make a run at it. You know, football, you got to build a program. you got to have a whole bunch of kids in there kind of thinking the same way, doing the right things, putting it together, um, and you start young. I, mean, I think the small fry program in Helena was a phenomenal program uh, for a lot of years, and we we ran the same stuff starting in, in fourth grade that we ran when we were in high school. So same, same language, same concept. So um, it was pretty neat, but the, the infrastructure was, was in Helena, kind of a result of that whole Petrino. Sampson was obviously an offensive coordinator there when Petrino was there. So it was, it was kind of neat. Tyler Emmer joining us. He is uh, the subject of our ESPN roundtable presented by Paradise Falls and was just selected to the MHSA Hall of Fame, one of seven inductees this season. Talk to us about, the, the before we get into your time at Carroll College, your time at Helena Capital. And you talked about the coaches and that kind of being the common thread and, and what it means to have really played maybe 20 years of the same sort of football, or at least 15 from a young guy, you know, a little kid all the way up through and having that sort of consistency. But when you got into high school and you, you know, that those capital teams were, were so good. What was great about being on those teams? And, and I think 24 and oh, right. Your last two seasons. Yeah. My, we were loaded my junior year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, as far as playing quarterback, as long as you didn't mess it up, you were going to win those games. Right. And then we were a good team my senior year. And so, uh, yeah, but then also you talked about the coaches, some of the common coaches. Dick McMahon was my freshman coach. He's still coaching football at Capitol High School. And there's a lot of coaches around there that some of them you saw in small fry, some there at administration, some they're still around. There's a lot of people around Helena that have been part of football, coaching football for a long period of time. And they're just, they're just good people that, that, that like the game and, and they put their time into it. So it's, that, that capital, that capital coaching is, uh, it's a career thing for a lot of those guys. Take us back to that junior year. Who did you play with? Remind us of some of the guys you played with. Did you, you probably cross paths with, were you around with great when Greg Carruthers was around? Carruthers. Well, yeah, Carruthers was a senior. Um, that defense was, was really salty. Carruthers was a senior. Nick Koontz was the other safety. Kyle Scar, who I played baseball with, he's one of the corners. Then McIntyre and Noel, mm-hmm. they went and played linebacker for the Grizzlies. Yep. Uh, Jake Eldridge was there. He played up at Northern a little bit. Uh, Donnie Saysbury, he went out to D2 school in Missouri, I think. Um, and then, like Dan Mazurek, I played with him at Carroll, played with him at Capitol. And then, uh, yeah, just a whole bunch of players, and I'm probably forgetting a couple even. Kevin McCutcheon, he went to the Grizzlies and played with him at, at Carroll. And, Tyler, when you when you went through and you got all these teammates who were going to play for the Cats, for the Grizz, whoever it might be, how much interest did you garner as a quarterback to go to, to either Missoula or Bozeman or elsewhere beyond that? You ultimately, you decided to stay in Helena, but what other options did you have and did you consider coming out of uh, high school? I didn't really have any other options. I would have walked on for the for the Cats or the Grizzlies if they let me walk on, but both programs were kind of like, I don't know if you're a fit for us. So Well, and I both programs had 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 like I mean pretty great quarterbacks at that at that particular moment, right? I mean, timing is a lot of this too, right? 
Well, I think Lule would have been my age at yeah, Cats, right? Exactly. And he had a phenomenal career, so they might have had a better pick there. might have had better options. Um, and then I, when I went up to the BC Lions and tried out, I didn't make it. Dickinson was the quarterback up there. So I don't know how far behind him I was at Capitol in relation to the, the Grizzlies. But, yeah, they, and then John Edwards. John Edwards, I think right. I was a John sophomore. Edwards, right. His senior year, I remember going down to Billings. He gave us a good whoop in my sophomore year. <laughs> in our season. Uh, so he was at the Grizzlies. Uh, so, yeah, they, they had good quarterbacks. You know, Coulter, the online world is complex, and it's even the more complex when you have a business that's online. And let's be honest, every business is online in this day and age. How nice would it be if you had a company that could help you make your business demands simpler and the approach easier to understand while also making it secure? One of the great books ever written, Eric Hoffer, The True Believer. One of the theses in this book is man of ideas and men of action. Sometimes the men of ideas need men of action. We need help. We need help with all of the logistics of technology. Boy, do we. I got nothing but ideas, and I got no clue how to do any of this other stuff. So that's why you call our friends at Blackfoot. Blackfoot Communications are your men and women of action. When your business online needs help, needs security, and needs to, frankly, just stay functioning. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. Ensure that your company is online all the time. Get the people of action from Blackfoot Communications. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com slash business. Carroll College then, when you made the decision to go there, was there any apprehension about staying in your hometown, or what was the selling point that it landed you with the Saints? And, and uh, I mean, there already had been such great tradition, but you were then a part of the rise to unprecedented success there. So, I mean, what initially what sold you on Carroll College and what was that like playing in your hometown? Well, a big part of it was the recruiting class that was going in that year. Um, and Coach Van Deesten was working hard, and Coach Howlett was working hard at bringing some kids in. And they had a lot of momentum going in the right direction. They had a new stadium they were building. You know, the facilities thing was going on. Um, staying in Helena didn't bother me a bit. I like Helena. Uh, I've been here my whole life, so that, that didn't bother me a bit. Um, and I was, I was excited to go there. I was excited to play at Carroll. Um, and I think, we obviously, we had a good run. Well, you didn't have a good run, okay? You had the greatest run that you could possibly have. I mean, you won four straight national championships for crying out loud, Tyler. I mean, that's it really. I mean, it's truly. I mean, you could talk all day about the about any any of these schools. Show me another team that's done that. Maybe there's been a couple, you know, D three schools. I, I guess like Whitewater, St. Charles, whoever that, that have been great like that. But I mean, you land on the cover of Sports Illustrated for crying out loud. I mean, that is. That's different. That's at a level that just doesn't happen. Why Why was it able to happen in, in Helena, Montana, of all places? Well, sometimes you got to get a little lucky. I mean, there's a little luck in there. Um, and then also, some of those teams were really good. Like, the 03 team was, was just really, really talented. 05 was really, really talented. Um, 02 was really talented. 04, we had to catch a couple breaks. You know, we need a few breaks coming down the stretch and, and got them. Um, we kind of snuck in the back door to get into the playoffs and then we're able to survive our way through. Um, but, you know, if you were running a, like like Division One BCS where the top four teams get in, we don't get in the, the top four in 2004. So mm. there's something to be said for getting in the playoffs and then getting to take a run at it. Um, but but yeah, they were all four. They're different teams. They were distinct personalities and and people who were playing, and they were all different. And you kind of all had to come together and catch some breaks. And 
and just, I guess you got a little lucky, right? The other reason we want to reach out to you is because Mike Van Dies was on the news this week. He's coming out of retirement. going to go coach at the University of Mary. And no need to really talk about that element of it, but it just brought Mike Van Dies back to the forefront of our minds because he himself was so amazing at Carroll. 20 years as the head coach there, over 200 wins, 103 games over 500 in conference play. I mean, multiple-time coach of the year, 14 conference titles, the whole the whole thing. I mean, his resume is is peerless, honestly. But Coach Van Deest, I mean, what sort of influence has he had on your life, and uh, what do you remember about just the style of coaching, and and what was it like playing for him? Yeah, no, it's, uh, he's, I think he. I, I went to lunch with him the other day. He's excited to be heading out to marry. Um, football's his thing. That's what he does. I mean, he's it's faith, family, football for him, and obviously, faith and family are important, and they're going to be there. But um, when he was retiring, I couldn't. I can't see him doing anything other than football. It's what he loves. It's what he does. It's who he is. So I'm excited he's going to get back into it, um, take a run at it. But we had consistent coaches in college are hard. And we had consistent coaches for a long period of time there with uh, Nick Howlett and Jim Hogan. Mm -hmm. And some of the assistants would stay there in long stretches. But, you know, those two coaches who ran the offensive side of the ball, they were there 20-some years, um, just like Coach Van Deest. And that's pretty rare for college. And that, you know, kind of had a big part to do with, with a lot of the success that that I was able to be a part of, um, and the success that Coach Van Deest had. It was uh, it was a good staff that was able to stay together and work together. And and Coach Van Deest is a he's an intense guy. The, you always know where you knew where you stood with him. <laughs> he didn't hold anything back. That was awesome. You know, it's it's so interesting with the different dynamics that are that are a place like an NAI school compared to you know even an FCS Division One school when it comes to football and recruiting and there's no scholarships for 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 athletics and all of that kind of thing. So how at a at a high academic institution like Carroll College can a guy like Mac, Mike Van Deest, who is obviously very invested in football, great as a football coach? continue to find the people, the kids to come and play for him and do the things that you have to do to be great at football because you're not you're not even getting, you know, a scholarship to be on the football team. You're just doing it because you enjoy playing, presumably, and maybe that's the key. But what is it that's unique to you about the sort of NAIA experience when it comes to athletics? Well, D3 is non-scholarship. NAIA, yep. uh, I believe, is 24 scholarships. So you have some, but mm. you never have enough to give a kid like a full ride. So you're looking for kids that can get some academic money, and then you can do some athletic money, and then usually they're paying some money. Um, but you got to find kids that um, got to find kids that love football. And I think one of the benefits for for Carol for sure is that they were in Helena. There's kids in Helena love football, and so that was a, a big piece of it. And then um, people in Montana love football. So if you find these kids, even if even if um, you know maybe a school is a better fit academically. If they love the program and they want to play football and it's a big part of who they are, you know, you can bring them in and they can have a great experience at something like that. So Carroll was just in a good spot at a good time there with, with Montana and the type of people around Montana and Helena, the type of people around Helena. And so if you wanted to, if you wanted to play football, that was an opportunity for you. They say the hardest thing to do in sports is to repeat as champion. But then if you take it up one notch and you three-peat, that's nearly impossible at all levels of sports. It's only happened a couple of times. We were just talking about the Helena High girls uh, earlier in the show. I think they're the only the third team ever to three-peat Class AA uh, girls basketball. But Carroll College, when you were there, Tyler, all of a sudden now going into your senior year, you guys are the three-time reigning champions, and you're still able to put it all together, go undefeated, and win 
a fourth straight title. What do you remember just about the pressure that came with chasing that fourth straight title? And what did that feel like actually doing something that's just incredibly rare across all levels of sports? Well, each year was its own year, um, and we approached it that way. We didn't approach it like the next year. Like any, we, you know, anything you did a prior, it doesn't really matter. You know, you're you're looking at your next game, and so you just approach each year like it's its own year. And you always had different teams and different personalities, and and you kind of had to come together and figure it out. And um, I don't know that that any prior thing necessarily changed your focus on the on the next year, um, nor that it, nor that it should. Um, but there was also some. I mean, look, Kyle Baker played center for for all four years of those of those national championships. When you have the same kid at center for four years, by the time you get to that point, he's taking care of protection. You can listen to the calls. You know what he's got going on. Sometimes you can change it a little if you want to, but he's got it handled. And so you know, you get some of those benefits in, with players that you played with for that many years. It's it's, uh, it's a real benefit, and I think that happens more in the NAI than it does in the FCS, where you get kids that are together for for that many years playing together. Um, so that I'd say it makes it a little easier maybe at that level of football to try to, to try to win a fourth than it does maybe some of those higher levels of football. But Coach Peterson over at Helena High, that was that's a great run he had with those with those three state titles. Obviously Pickens was a big part of that. Phenomenal basketball player. I, I used to take when she was still playing at Helena High, I'd take my girls over to watch her play in Camden Hillborn and the Osmed twins. Um, but they played together for a long period of time and I think I think when you can have some success young in a program, that opportunity to win multiple uh, championships is there. Also, you're not fumbling snaps, you know, because you know this is where my hand's got to be. The ball's going to make it to me now if I got it. If I got it here with my guy that I've been with for four years, right, Tyler? If you're fumbling snaps, you got some problems. You got to figure, figure that one out. That's, <laughs> That's <for sure>. right. <laughs> Tyler Emmert joining us. He's just been uh, inducted to the uh, MHSA High School Hall of Fame. 80 and 3 career record combined high school and college uh, at uh, at uh, Carroll College uh, in Helena and uh, Helena Capital as well. If you would, indulge us, what, what is, do you have a memory or two that stick out for you from your time, whether it's at, it was at Helena Capital or at Carroll College, when you look back, you know, from this point that go, wow, that was, that was cool, that was fun, whether it was on the field, off the field, whatever it might be? Well, I can tell you for sure, I remember those three losses pretty well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who were they the, too? Uh, who 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 felled the great uh, Carroll College Saints? Well, Central Washington beat us seven to six. Um, that was my freshman year, and if all three of those losses, we could have won if I had just taken care of my job. Mm. We totally could have won that game. They had some really good players on defense. They were extremely athletic, and really to keep it seven six was kind of a win for us. Um, they were quite a bit more athletic than we were. And then we dropped back-to-back games um, in 04 to, to, to at Tech. Totally could have won that game. And then at Western, or Western was here in Helena, we totally could have won that game. I think both of those ended on interceptions. So if I had just thrown it to our team, we would have won those two. <laughs> <laughs> and, and thrown it to their team. Uh, but, no, you, you remember the wins. and uh, But more than anything, you kind of remember some of the stuff you did with your friends off the field. And, obviously, you know, college sports, your friends off the field, are, are a lot of them are guys you were playing with. Um, so you remember a lot of those experiences. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. they got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. 
With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. What are you up to now? Are you still living in Helena? It sounds as if uh, you, you are, that you're watching the Helena High girls and having lunch with Coach Van D. So are you still in the capital city? Yeah, the, I, the longest I've been out of Helena my whole life is like three and a half weeks. So I'm still here. Uh, I'm a banker at Opportunity Bank. Um, I, I did coach at Carroll for a long time there. I haven't coached the last uh, three or four years. And so now my, I think my primary job is to get my kids to their, their practices and then uh, try to get as many of the dishes and laundry done as I can. <laughs> it just never ends. I, 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 I feel you on this. It's just, it's just a constant wave of clothes. It is. It is a constant wave of clothes. So no homework, but now I got, now I got laundry. Uh, speaking of your time coaching uh, at Carroll, after the four-peat, then the next year is a run to the quarterfinals. But then I think that with the playoff loss, people thought maybe, okay, Carroll's still really good, but maybe the the national titles will end. But then coming in 2007, win another national championship. Then the next couple years, get to the championship, lose. Semifinals, lose. But never really slid back. And then another national title in 2010. So even if you can be the team that four-peats, then falling back and then reascending to the top of the mountain is impossible. It's a, it seems like it's impossible, but you guys still were able to do it. How? Yeah, no, we were close there every year for a long period of time. One of the th- I wish I was a more mature coach when we had John Barnett. I was a young coach, um, you know, and you learn more as you're around. I would have really appreciated him more as a quarterback if I had been just a little bit older. Uh, Manny was a tough kid and a good player. And then Gary Wagner was the quarterback when he went down to I think that one was in Georgia, um, won that national championship. And uh, that, he was just a fun guy to be around, such a fun quarterback to be around. But we had a whole string of QBs in there that were that were phenomenal. And we were in the mix every year, um, which wasn't that – it was the same as the prior four years that we had won. He just didn't catch a couple breaks down the stretch. Um, so, yeah, there was a stretch there, eight, nine, ten years, where we were right in the mix every year and just needed to get a few breaks as you're, as you're heading down the – down the backstretch. Everybody's so good at that point. kind of comes down to play here or play there. Well, Tyler, I'll tell you what. We really appreciate the time. Congratulations on, on the Hall of Fame induction to the MHSA, and uh, and thanks for revisiting uh, a, a, as prolific a stretch of, uh, of football as, as it seems like it's possible to have. Tyler Emmert, our ESPN Roundtable guest. Tyler, thank you. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Very happy to have you on. And the best to uh, getting the kids uh, to their practices and the dishes done and their laundry done. I don't know that there is. That's the issue. We talk about it as being done. It's just there's no such thing. Just the next one. You know, that's the way it goes. Uh, but Tyler Everett, the subject of our ESPN Roundtable, it is presented culture by our friends at Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, near the corner of Reserve, South Reserve and Brooks in Missoula. And this Friday, Valentine's Day, very special day at Paradise Falls. How's this sound? This is a great special. This is only one day. It's only Valentine's Day. Only on Friday. Only on Friday.
savory prime rib with mashed roasted garlic. It's mashed in the roasted garlic, so they Mm. rub it on the prime rib. Fresh thyme, rosemary, black pepper, and kosher salt served with twice-baked potato, au jus, horseradish, and a side salad and a dinner roll. 12 ounces for $21.95 or the big 16-ounce bad boy, $24.95. Then you get yourself some dessert as well. The decadent brown butter cake topped with strawberry sauce and a dusting of powdered sugar. Sounds like a pretty good spot. Let me tell you something. Now, uh, this is just me, okay? If you got a, a date for Valentine's Day, this sounds fantastic. If you don't, this sounds fantastic. <laughs> Go by yourself. I mean, are you kidding me? Just let me pony up to the I table. Hope Emily's you know, listening right now. <laughs> that's right. Grandpa wants to take his lady friend <laughs> right. to get some prime ribs. She's get ready to the go. Sixteen ounce grand. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Paradise Bowls. Even if you don't go there on Valentine's Day, your go-to spot for watching all things Grizz Athletics and otherwise, they have great streaming that can be played on all three of their big screen TVs, 16 draft beers, 18 draft beers, in fact, not 16. I can't sell them short. And one of the best late happy hours in town, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. On the other side, we'll wrap up the show. We're going to give you $50 to Kindred Skin and Soul. Talk a little bit more sports. How about that? Detail Noir is ESPN Radio. You know, Coulter, the online world is complex, and it's even the more complex when you have a business that's online. And let's be honest, every business is online in this day and age. How nice would it be if you had a company that could help you make your business demands simpler and the approach easier to understand while also making it secure? One of the great books ever written, Eric Hoffer, The True Believer, one of the thesis is in this book is man of ideas and men of action. Sometimes the men of ideas need men of action. We need help. We need help with all of the logistics of technology. Boy, do we. I got nothing but ideas, and I got no clue how to do any of this other stuff. So that's why you call our friends at Blackfoot. Blackfoot Communications are your men and women of action. When your business online needs help, needs security, and needs to frankly just stay functioning. At Blackfoot Communications, they deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to endpoint devices and remote data backup for businesses across the state of Montana. Ensure that your company is online all the time. Get the people of action from Blackfoot Communications. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com business. The reason I'm bringing this up now, tonight on ESPN Radio, coming up in just under two hours from now, 7.30 pregame and at 8 o'clock opening tip, the late night, the L.A. Lakers. LeBron James, Anthony Davis versus the Denver Nuggets going to be for you here on ESPN Radio. And I don't think that a lot of people just who are casual, you know, sports fans, maybe they're not all the way into the NBA, maybe they're still, you know, coming out of football, getting into basketball, are aware of this. The Denver Nuggets are the number two team in the Western Conference right now. Is that surprising? They were the, yes. Wow, they were the two seed last year. No, no, no. And they got the same roster. It's... The Denver Nuggets, okay? They were the two seed last year, and they got the same roster with Michael Porter Jr. actually giving them some good minutes. By the way, Nikola Jokic. And Jeremy Grant. Right, they trade for Jeremy Grant. Good call, Graf. Uh, Graf, you're a big Nuggets guy, aren't you? Aren't you a Nuggets fan? Love the Nuggets. Okay. Do you love the Joker? Love Jokic. Dude, I... I, 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 we've, I've spent a lot of time, actually, on this very show professing my love 
to Nikola Jokic. I'm married. I might take him to Kindred Skin and Soul on Friday for Valentine's Day. That's how much I love this man, okay? So he is great. But what I am saying to you is that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are now members of the Los Angeles Clippers who are behind the Denver Nuggets. You can talk to me all day about whether it's a fit or whatever with with Westbrook and Harden. It's Westbrook and Harden. They got nothing like (laughs) the headliners in Denver. Did Westbrook and Harden score 80 last night? Yeah, they they both. (laughs) This is actually true. This is the first time in the history of the Houston Rockets that two teammates have scored 35 points or more in a regulation game. What was the actual total? It was close to 80. I right? think it was 36 and 41, I think, was right so, in so there. Very close to 80 points. 77 or 78, yeah. Uh, in a win, I might add. So all, all I'm saying is that, you know, Porzingis and Doncic. Harden had 42. Was it 42? Had 36. Okay. So 78, 78 total points. points. Wow. But if you talk about the tandems and the names and the all-stars and all of that, I could give you four teams easily who would be, I mean, heck, McCollum and Lillard, right, in in, in Portland. So for them to be number two, I'm just saying I don't think a lot of people would have been aware of that, whether it's surprising or not. You're going to tell me, no, nothing surprising. That's fine. But I'm telling you that, yeah, it's surprising. I understand your premise, certainly. What, What the LeBron James... All Star Break vacation has taught us, <laughs> and what has taught the rest of the league is that having the best record in the league not only hardly matters, but in a lot of cases is de- not not just the best, but being in the top four helps you certainly because you can get home court. But sometimes chasing the two seed, if that's a little bit above your head, or the one seed, is detrimental to you. Because you're going to try to go win 60 games and you're going to be out of gas. Whereas if you just would have won 55 games and rested some guys and you're fresh for the playoffs, all it really matters is the playoffs, right? I mean, to me, the, in the NBA, when it comes down to the playoffs, it comes down to how do you perform in a seven-game series, and that's about your superstars. It's about your ability to not be exploited on defense. And that's why when you look at the Western Conference standings, to me, to me, it does not matter where the Utah Jazz or the Denver Nuggets finish. They cannot win the West. Because of the liability that is, they're among best, and in Denver's case, best players' ability to guard the high pick and roll. If you are the Jazz or the Nuggets, when you play, no matter if it's the Blazers, or in past years the Warriors, but that's not in the question this year, but the Blazers, the Lakers, the Clippers, what are they going to do to you? They're going to run high ball screen and isolate Rudy Gobert or the Joker over and over and over and over and over and over let and me, over again. Let me raise you this. The Jazz, the Nuggets, the Rockets, the Suns, any other team is not winning the West because they don't have Anthony Davis, exactly, LeBron James, or Kawhi Leonard. Or, or Paul, Paul George. George. Exactly. Right. No, I, I, I 100% agree. We could talk about all the jockeying in the standings, and it is impressive that the Nuggets are number two. But at the end of the day, I just don't really, it just doesn't really matter because when it all comes down to it, it's just going to be the two teams from LA. Let me just. What has more relevance, the NBA regular season or the Big Sky Conference regular season? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you could say that about almost all the college hoops now, right? Because isn't almost every league in the country now doing every team in the league makes the tournament? I mean, yeah, that's true. 
So, in other words, the college basketball season is irrelevant because all that matters is the tournament. But the I get what you're saying, though, because on the Power 5 level, the regular season is more relevant because you're playing for seeding and like getting sixth in the ACC tournament and losing a game or losing after one game in the tournament, you're still probably going to get into the NCAA tournament, so it has a little bit more relevance. But, but David, let me ask you this, okay, because you're a big Nuggets fan, you're a big basketball guy, and you're a sports guy, okay? Jokic... He has done something that I don't think people are properly appreciating in, in the world. Because we see these transcendent players who change the game, say Steph Curry, right, who all of a sudden made the three-point game the new game in, in, in the NBA, okay? And, and we see guys who, whether it's because of their fierce athleticism, whether their ability to do say, things athletically that we haven't seen before, or just how good they are at a particular skill or skills that have, that have changed the game. I mean, James Harden's in that conversation as well. Jokic feels like the anti-hero of that very conversation and is nonetheless changing the game in a way that nope, he's he's slow and lumbering to the eye when you're watching him play basketball yep. and yet is absolutely unstoppable in anything he does because his skills as, as just a basketball player, knowing where to go, where to move, where to make a pass, his ability to make a pass, not just a chest pass, a behind-the-back bounce pass to a spot, hit guys, make shots, do all that stuff... I've never seen it before in a body like his. Am I am I crazy about this? Looking at him as a weird sort of anti-progression yet progression in the NBA. I like how you called him an anti-hero because he really is. He is so ugly that it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's right. He's a very Tutelian in that it's respect. The same yes. way, it's the same way that Walter White and Breaking Bad people root for him because... He does things so cruel and so mean that you got to love him. Jokic, <laughs> I mean, oh, man. it's just so ugly. And you're like, oh, my God, how is he getting up and down the floor? Like, he looks like he can't really move. And the next thing you know, you look up and he, like, he just does whatever he wants. He's like a, a, a submarine that just can't be, you know, just goes wherever it wants to. The best part is that he's known for his passing. Yes. But if you quit guarding him. He'll score 10 points in a row on you like that. Yes. I mean, he's, he's a great shooter. Like, he, he just doesn't look like he's any of those things, totally. so nobody believe it. Right. But also, I think so, so much of it is our, our analysis of athleticism through the lens of being American. Mm. Big, fast, strong, and ripped. Right. Because that's what the NBA and the NFL right. is, and we see these guys on full display. But, but we, don't, we don't account for spatial awareness. Yes. We don't account for pace. We don't account for... Oftentimes, hidden strength. No, we just like to see our athletes run up and down the floor without almost keeling over in a heart attack. <laughs> right. But that's the thing is, to me, Jokic, I think everybody thinks like this guy is just a tubby fat guy, but he plays 35 minutes a game. So it's not as if his endurance is not up to par. It's just Oh, that- it is. If you watch the Blazers series last year, they lost because he was so out of he, shape. He, well, right. Okay. But, but hear me out here. Jokic has a few elite pieces of athleticism that have nothing to do with how ripped your biceps and calves are. Jokic is unbelievably strong. He never gets knocked off the spot. A part of that is because he probably weighs 300 pounds, but 
He never gets knocked off the yep. spot. He's got that Eastern European strength. His vision, strength, his vision is absolutely elite, yep. and his special awareness is the second best in the NBA behind the, who's the other guy who has not American style athleticism, who's dominating Doncic, the league. Yeah, Luka Doncic. Yep. I mean, Doncic's article in Sports Illustrated last year was phenomenal. He he said he had a quote. He said, "All you Americans only care about who's the fastest guy, who's got the best first step." He said, "I got the slowest first step in the league, but I beat you off the dribble every time. Why?" Because I get to whatever spot I want because I see it before you see it. Mm. It doesn't matter if you're fast. If you ever play ball, I mean, Kyrie Irving, is he that fast? Not really, right? Kyrie Irving gets by you because of the way he changes pace. That's Doncic, and that's also Jokic. They lull you to sleep. James Harden does some of that, too. He does, but I think one of Jokic's biggest advantages is actually that he's slow. Yeah. The people don't believe it. You're a hyperactive defender. You're going to beat him to the spot. He doesn't care. You beat him to the spot. He's already over here. Right. Because he's going the other way because you are so fast. His slowness actually helps him. Uh, there, there, there's moments like that. He, Yeah, and, and here's the thing. Whether or not he's in or out of shape. I mean, he's a giant man. I mean, he's seven feet, seven one maybe. Seven he's listed feet. at seven feet, 284 pounds. Okay. I mean, he's huge. Which is actually less than I thought he would be listed at weight-wise. Well, but here's the thing is like. It's not even about being in shape or out of shape. It's just like if you're that Shaq isn't running. Okay, maybe bad example. He was never really the guy who was the bastion of of of, of you know cardiovascular shape. But any of these, I mean, Joel Embiid, right, is not just running up and down with any of the guards in the NBA the way that they're doing it. It's just a, a physiological fact. Sure. Certainly. Joke, it's the least of all. But to watch him play, it is an absolute pleasure, and it is so outside the box. The same thing uh, uh, with 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 Doncic. Yeah, and and I, for one, love it. Perhaps because my athleticism more accurately <laughs> is resembled here on this NBA floor. I mean, Not why to give myself too much credit? Why did Cooper Cup have over a thousand yards receiving this right. year? It's because of his spatial, it's his spatial awareness. He knows, knows where, to, where yeah. you are yeah. all the time, and he, he knows how the defense. More because there were so many garbage games for the Rams. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's probably part this. of it too. The other thing that I think is fascinating. I know we're almost up out of time here, but so often some of these guys have such ridiculous gifts that they can get by with actually treating themselves like garbage hmm. or not having like with LeBron James, he didn't even know he was blind. He didn't know he had he was nearsighted until I think his fourth or fifth year in the league. And then he found out and he got contacts and then he got laser eye surgery and then he won four MVPs in five years. Little uh, he was so good though, he could have been an all he was an all-star without being able to see. When Kevin Love just changed his diet and he went from roly poly Kevin Love to like three point shooting ripped Kevin Love? Yeah. Kevin that, Love is a model. That's right. And, and he used to, I mean, if you look at him in college, he was a buzzed hair, chunky guy. Yeah. But that's what I'm so interested to see about guys like Jokic and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is legendary for his horrendous diet. Yeah. He's he's addicted to American fast food. He Last year, he said he goes to this place in Aren't Philadelphia. But he says he goes to this place in Philadelphia three or four times a day. This guy's <laughs> eating four double cheese a day. Pretty good. Imagine if he changed that. Yeah. Imagine if Jokic just got a nutritionist. Then all of a sudden you're talking about MVP caliber players. Yeah. Well, tonight ESPN Radio, uh, 7.30 uh, for the pregame 8 o'clock opening tip. It's one versus two in the NBA West. The Los Angeles Lakers in Denver to take on the Nuggets. going to be a, a fun game. I will uh, Watching Jokic versus AD, I mean, that's going to be great because AD, he's not just a tall drink of water. He's pretty skilled himself, so going to be a lot of fun. Boys and girls, have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow.
Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz Athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 